and welcome to American Dreams, a podcast about the British royal family. I'm Caitlin. I'm Jenna. And we're back with breaking news. <sighs> Once again, a- yes. our Monday was brightened. Indeed. <laughs> by a precious, <laughs> generous gift given to us by Harry and Meghan and their love. It's a baby, everyone. It's a baby. Oh, I it's thought really it was here. something else. Okay, good. No, no, it's not. <laughs> It's not 11 more dogs, though that would be also cool, but it's a it's a straight up like human baby. A human baby. Yay. I know this one just like came out of nowhere honestly for me at least. Yeah, I was not I was not thinking about it. I mean, looking back, there were definitely signs. Oh my gosh, we'll for get sure. into that a little bit more, but yeah. um, you know, I wasn't putting any pressure on them. It's so you know, I have, you know, it's just been such a busy time for them, but it makes a lot of sense that they would announce now, um, especially based on how far along she is. Like she's past the she fortunately for her, she has not had Kate's experience with acute morning sickness. And so she wasn't forced to announce very early like Kate was when she had to be mm-hmm. hospitalized when she was pregnant with George. But um yeah, so it's it's so exciting, though. Yeah, and it feels like really great timing, especially since they had that really long kind of break in August. Mm-hmm. So if she wasn't feeling the greatest, she didn't have to be out and about. Obviously, we may never know. She could lay on the couch and drink ginger ale and eat saltines or buttered popcorn or whatever it is that she likes. Yeah, so that's really great that they got to kind of have that time to enjoy it, at least that mm-hmm. not everyone knew. Mm-hmm. <gasps> And yeah, and yeah, add just like this other punch to their 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 huge tour that's going on. I know I was just excited to see them for like fourteen days straight. And I know seriously, now there's just so much more. I can't. Yeah, I can't contain it. <laughs> it's gonna be so fun to watch, and we'll we'll get into the details of. We're not gonna well, like what I should say is we're not going to go crazy on the Australia trip or what's happened so far, just because there's so much to talk about. We're going to be talking a little bit what we know about the baby news so far and then covering uh, the wedding. But because of that, we're not going to get into the royal tour stuff until we can talk about several days in a row. Because now they're, I mean, as we're recording, that's the crazy thing about Australia time is that it's like daytime event time there right now. Right. And it's tomorrow. So, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, I don't know, man. So anyway. Yeah. It, it's difficult for us to yeah, report on things as they come in because it's like it's already happened by the time we wake up and they're already sleeping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just saw that they met an echidna. But, you know, we can talk about that next time. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> so, um, yeah, we learned about this this morning. It's October 15th when we're recording. Mm-hmm. I woke up um, and you had texted me already because yeah. that's how I always get the, <laughs> the news is that you are you wake up earlier than I do. Yeah. Um, almost all the time. So, yeah. Anytime okay. there's news. The way I found out was kind of funny. So uh, I had gotten a message from our friend Hannah on Facebook mm-hmm. just saying that she had sent an attachment. But I... I didn't. I kind of saw it, but I didn't open it right away. And then I get the skim email every morning. Which oh yeah, is like a digest of of news. Yep. If you don't, if you're lazy and don't like to watch the news or read all the news all the time, it's a really great way to figure out what's going on. And mm-hmm. they had reported that Ariana Grande had broken up with Pete. Davidson. Oh yes, the yes, shocking, R. I. P. shocking. R.I.P. Grandson. Indeed. 
And so, but they said at least there's hope. At least we have hope in Harry and Meghan. And I clicked that just going, oh, because they're starting their tour. And so I was like, I'll read this, you know, fluff article that they put in here. And I was like, wait, holy shit, there's a baby? Mm-hmm. And then, there's yeah. A baby. And then, yeah, it was crazy. And then, and then you realized that's what baby. Hannah had sent you? Yeah. <laughs> Oh so, man, it was it was a good excitement because I mean for the most part I usually turn I turn on like Instagram I don't turn it on I open up Instagram mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I see something from like Kensington Palace so this was kind of funny that I just like out of nowhere I was like expecting one thing and didn't get in which was great yeah I I mean I was on Twitter just seeing various people's feeds that I follow who love the Royals and one of the people. She, like, tweeted about something completely different, and then a bunch of other people were like, check your damn phone. And then she was like, oh, my God, Harry and Meghan, like, right away, like, oops, yeah. I, I, <laughs> she hadn't checked her phone to see her own, like, Royals text thread, so mm-hmm. it needed to be gently nudged to her in a public forum that is yeah. Twitter, but <laughs> I'm glad that I can rely on you to be my, like, some people have to set up Google alerts, not me. Caitlin I have a alert. Caitlin alert. <laughs> As long as I'm getting up early. There you mm-hmm. go. <sighs> but yes, it's here. And I guess there's been some, you know, some early indicators. And uh, obviously with any royal bride, I mean, and any of the women in the family, as, as soon as they get married or engaged, they're they're already pregnant in the press. Or, uh, or even before that, honestly, indeed. with Megan, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, sometimes with triplets. So, yep. <laughs> whoa, it's crazy out here. Uh, but yeah, it seemed like looking back, yeah, I'm just like you. I was kind of like, you know what? Like, hold your horses, everyone. She just got married and kind of like is in this completely different life. I don't really know what she's doing with her choices in life, but like, let's not just assume and have all this crazy speculation. But I will for sure give her a six month grace period. Indeed. <laughs> like, that's the least we can do. <laughs> but uh, it, it appears that we were. We were wrong in that people seem to, they seem to be right this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Based off what she, especially this weekend, looking back, I'm like, oh my God, that was pretty obvious. Yeah. This is an <laughs> example of hindsight being 2020. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about it in more detail, but obviously there's the outfit that she wore to Eugenie's wedding, mm-hmm. um, where she just very conspicuously did not remove her coat. Yeah, I mean, you know, at the time, I honestly thought, oh, it's really windy because it was super windy. Like lots of people were having trouble keeping their hats on and their skirts down. So my thought was, oh, she just is wearing a dress that doesn't have enough weights sewn into the hem and she doesn't want to risk a wardrobe malfunction. She's got a nice heavy coat that'll keep everything secure mm-hmm. and unblown. Yeah. I mean, I and, took it more. Oh, I guess we'll talk about it later. Sorry. Yeah. But anyway, so there's that. And then, um, but now looking back at it, it's like, oh, no, she is hiding something. And um, also, I noticed this, like, a few days, uh, I think it was, yeah, a few days ago, they Mm -hmm. kind of, they published this promotional photo for the run-up to Invictus Sydney. And, I mean, I looked at it and was like, oh, that's a cute photo. And it's Harry and Meghan holding a flag that, that has the Invictus Games logo on it. And... It's uh, like, oh, it's quaint. They're standing in their garden. There's like pretty fall colors. They look nice. But they're clearly now, I see, holding the flag in front of them. And so she is covering up strategic parts of her body. And then yeah, yesterday, today, two days ago, I don't know. 
when they Australia. arrived, Australia, <laughs> somewhere in Australia, <laughs> at 7 a.m. local time, when they touched down in Australia, um, I know that I saw this, like, I saw the clip from whatever the Australia version of the Today Show is, where they were apparently, like, watching this back door of the airport for, like, two hours, and then they came bustling out of it, and, like, less than 30 seconds later, they were already in the car and had driven away and the newscasters were like oh okay like that was it <laughs> like they're did here you expect them to like come like after being on this super long flight i know just, they're just like oh my god my skin feels so gross i feel like death well megan but looked they would like, come up to the press and be like yeah hi everyone we're here but in like australia the press wasn't even close to them because it was like a secure i mean it's an airport so it's already got a ton of security and then it's them and so they're coming out this door but Megan was carrying a couple of binders, which was kind of weird. Like, we don't see the royals carrying, like, papers or work office accessories or anything. Uh, unless it's, like, in the moment. Like, we'll obviously see Kate, like, drawing when she's at an event where she's drawing with kids. But you don't see her carrying around, like, her a trapper polio. keeper. Yeah. <laughs> Trapper keeper, <laughs> and so it was like, oh, look at Megan. She's there. She's ready to do business. I know. I was like, is that just research? Normal. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I mean, sure. I'm sure it's not. They're not empty binders. No, I'm sure they're the. <laughs> I'm sure they're the like the stuff she needs to memorize and remember, and it's their like agenda. And, yeah, you know, she's trying to learn the two or three facts about everyone she'll be sitting next to at dinner, so she can ask them about their dog or their baby or whatever yeah i totally see megan as someone who's very into like stationery and office supplies she's oh yeah very... she was a calligrapher yeah exactly so i can see that she like chose these binders and she, these are mm-hmm. my tour binders yeah they probably have the best tabbed of dividers you've ever seen in your gd life i mean <laughs> but she was carrying them and it was weird so people were kind of like huh and now again Clearly, it was a strategic deployment of uh, an obstacle so that no one could get a real clear shot of her um, before the formal announcement was made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So very clever. <sighs> yeah. So when we got the announcement, they said that the baby is due in spring of 2019. But what does that mean? Uh, <laughs> as you yeah. noted in our notes, Jenna, you said that could be any time from March 21st to June 20th. That's is- technically what spring is, I guess. But that's a that's a long time. Yeah. And so um, according to Rebecca English of the Daily Mail, she has had uh, Megan has had her 12 week scan. And mm-hmm. so if she is at her 12 week when they're announcing, she's likely due in late April. So, yeah, oh my what, gosh. What, what do we think? I, I mean, so I think it's before the 12 weeks. Uh, or not. No, not before. Sorry. I think what am I talking about? I think it's the baby will be do earlier than that yeah i mean the due date i don't know when the baby will actually show up since it's a first baby they they kind of you know we have no idea right we don't know Um, anything but i think that she's probably i'm gonna guess she's at 14 weeks that's exactly what i was thinking because i think they would wait as long as possible because i don't they didn't want to dominate anything with um oh and i have an aside um, from a listener who sent us a message on Instagram. Uh, uh, great listener, Amy, <laughs> who told us that we've, I, at least I've been, I don't, I guess I haven't checked how you've been pronouncing, but uh, we've been, been pronouncing the bride's last name or first name wrong. 
how do you pronounce it? Uh, it's not Eugenie. It's you. It's Eugenie. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry, yeah. Eugenie. All right. I know. And so it's, I knew a girl in college whose name was Eugenia. So that's what I've been basing it off yeah, of. Yeah, and I know a Eugenie. So yeah. that's kind of what I went off of. And obviously, say there it again. Are Eugenie. So it's Eugenie. Not, all right. Yep. So it's so like Eugenie. Ginny. Yes. Like from Harry Potter. All right. Kind Eugenie. of. Yeah. All right. Uh, so thank you, Amy, for letting us know. Yes, thank and you. I, and yeah, if you've been a long listener of our show, you know, especially me, I I'm terrible at pronunciation, and so I'm sorry. And we will do better. We will. I will probably slip up again because I still just have it in my head. Yeah, but, we but you know hear, what I'm talking about. So we don't hear the media say it because, like, honestly, I didn't listen to, when I watched the wedding. I didn't listen to any of the people talking. It was too early for that, and so I didn't even know like if. And I guess I didn't really hear her first name said more than, like, I don't know. Huh. Weird. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, guys. But um, anyway. But, I, so now that we know. <laughs> yeah. So 14 weeks is our guess. Yes. Because I, I don't think they'd want. I don't think it would be so perfectly timed that it would be, like, exactly 12 weeks, is, which is when you normally would tell someone after the first trimester. Right. Or exactly right after the tw- first trimester. I feel like they wanted to keep it as long as possible. Yeah. Um, But I think the reason that they chose to announce now is because the wedding's over. um, One, um, they're going to just be under a lot of scrutiny with this big tour. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, everyone is going to be watching Megan like a hawk for what she's doing, what she's wearing, what she looks like, what she's eating, what she's drinking, everything. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, you know, she's in Australia. Somebody's going to be like, you have to drink a Foster's. And now she can be like, no, thanks. I don't want yeah. that. I don't want any <laughs> beer. Um, you know, but more along her tastes, if they wanted her to sample like a great Ita- or Italian, Australian wine or, or yeah. something like that, um, you know, she isn't going to be facing the speculation that she's pregnant. She's already announced mm-hmm. it. So right. it's kind of like, yeah, people aren't going to be like, oh, let's look at her stomach with a microscope. I mean, some right. people might still do that, but. It's it's less likely, I think. Right. And she doesn't have to feel as conscious about it because she can just be like, I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't have to keep carrying binders in front of her. Indeed. Unless she really wants to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that's good with timing is that because there was just the recent big family event, uh, she and Harry had an opportunity to kind of tell the family in person. So anyone who they don't see a whole lot... Um, you know, before you announce it to literally the world, you're able to tell the people who you're related to, and then they can't be offended when it comes on the news the next day. Right. Why didn't you tell us? Well, <laughs> you know, we we are limited by, you know, the fact that we have to tell the world this. It's not something mm-hmm. you can really keep private. Right. Um, and yeah, so I was just, yeah. I think that that was just good timing for them, and it for makes sure. sense. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it would take so much pressure off them, at, considering that there's already probably a lot of pressure on this tour. Um, but we also got a statement from uh, Grandma Doria as well. And um, hers was through uh, via Kensington Palace. And she said, Miss, Miss Doria Raglan is very happy about the lovely news. And she looks forward to welcoming her first grandchild. And oh, I'm so excited. I know. I really hope she moves to London. I hope so, too. Uh, But, yeah, she likely got the news when she was in London uh, last month, if not earlier. So I'm sure that 
they're, they're kind of their beaming faces, not just because Meghan was kind of doing her first initiative as the Duchess of Sussex, but also just because of the promise of new life. I'm sure that she, I, she has to have known when she was there. And I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, it was like, I want, like, I want my mom. Like, yeah. she and her mom are so close. And right. it was such an exciting time. And it was a, kind of a good excuse to have her mom come mm-hmm. and you'd be there for her and do an event with her. And then she got to share this exciting time with her. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. That's I know. <laughs> um, Yay! <laughs> oh, God. So then, I mean, a lot of people have asked, what does this mean for their current trip? Like, were they going to make any changes to the schedule? And so far, it seems like they won't. Um, There was some concern because, if you remember, and I had kind of, I guess, fortunately for us, where we live, this isn't a a constant concern, um, is that the Zika virus is still around. And Mm -hmm. obviously, uh, there are um, varying threat levels based on where you live and and the risk of, you know, mosquitoes carrying the virus Mm -hmm. where you are. And uh, apparently, there's a moderate Zika risk in Fiji and Tonga. Um, However, Harry and Meghan consulted with a doctor and they decided that they are okay traveling to those places anyway. So, so far, no changes. um, But you never, you never know. Right. If they might have changed an outdoor event to an indoor event. So it might not just affect like their ability to go to those countries at all it just might change what they do when they get there Mm -hmm. yeah i think we'll just see how it goes i mean i don't blame her if she gets too tired i was looking at the schedule myself and i was like holy crap seriously so much to do and thankfully during your your second trimester you obviously most women do feel better and have a lot more energy Mm -hmm. so hopefully so it's great timing yeah so i think it was definitely a. they were like okay cool we need to be pregnant now, mm-hmm. <laughs> who knows if that was how it went? But I'd be like, this is. I wouldn't really be good surprised if this is how you, you were like. Okay, if we get pregnant by the time we go to Australia, we'll at least be out of the first trimester. So mm-hmm. who knows? <sighs> so we'll Gosh. see. Logistics, man. Indeed, that sounds stressful. <laughs> <sighs> so I mean, I don't know if this baby will be born at the Lindo Wing or not but i i am assuming we'll we'll find out in more due course what what the birthing plans are <laughs> it seems so weird to like talk about someone's like birth plan <laughs> i know and i'm sure we'll get a bunch of tabloid covers that are like i'm having the babies in america yeah and like <laughs> and when i say the babies i mean because she's pregnant with sex tuplets or whatever right. you know the, the tabloids <laughs> are gonna report but it's like you know I, I don't know like they need to be american and i'm sure yeah. she's like eh. and the, yeah, and they're gonna make comments like during her geriatric pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh God. God. Yeah. <laughs> so you. Um, yep. And we'll of course talk more about the adorable baby gifts they have received already and all that stuff. But like mm-hmm. I said, we've got enough to talk about with you, Ginny's wedding. I know. Go. I know. It is so tough. And but. so we will. Um, we will. We'll come back to it another time yeah. when we can go over a few days events yeah okay 
All right. Well, before we get to kind of the um, other major event that has happened in the last week in the Royals, we will go over a quick event that Kate did on October 10th uh, as the new uh, patron of the Victoria and Albert Museum. And uh, she officially opened their new photography center. And she unveiled a plaque, guys, at this Woo. event. It was it was a good video. I, I, I liked it. It did not have, a, you know, like a pulley. Yeah, no tiny curtain. Yeah. So I was a little bummed, but... It seems a little bit more modern just to kind of take a piece of cloth draped yeah. on the plaque and unveil it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little less um, we- hard to rig up. Right. It's a little more simple. Yeah, because those look expensive to make, those little pulleys and little curtains. So yeah, it seemed to make more sense. Um, last time Kate went to the VNA, I think before she was announced that she was their new patron, um, she wore an amazing Gucci dress that I think you and I both rated as one of her top outfits in 2017, I think. Yep. Yes, for sure. And, yes. And she kind of went kind of down this the same kind of fabric line for this event, since this was an evening event. So she, she took out kind of an evening dress look. Yeah, so this was in a dress by Erdem. It's their Iman dress from their spring 2018 collection. Um, though there are some modifications to what was shown on the runway and what Duchess Kate showed up in. For example, there isn't a cutout at the midriff. There is on the runway. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I didn't see that. if you <laughs> if you go to what Kate wore, they show the difference. So there's like the runway look, then there's the ready to wear look, which is um, pretty much what Kate wore without the belt and a little bit higher hemline, so still below the knee, but but not uh-huh. ankle length like hers. Oh, I see. Oh God. Yeah, <laughs> and so when I was looking, I was like, oh okay, and I was like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sh- I would have been very surprised if she'd shown up with the I think the cutouts there. She just put the belt over it cuz I think, you know, just in her everyday like life, she she would wear that without oh, the yeah. belt and just be like, there's my midriff, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm off duty. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, so there was a belt uh, added to it that was just kind of like a simple ribbon belt. And um the fun thing about this dress is that it is in a tweed fabric that's in a Prince of Wales check. And it is, again, kind of kind of longer than you would usually see. It's not floor length, but it is, uh, I'd say, even more than T-length. And um, it has really cool buttons and brooch details on it, like, that are sparkly and rhinestone and really, like, chunky and sparkly. Gotta like it. And she was wearing Erdem earrings as well and also Jimmy Choo pumps in a Bordeaux velvet. So she looked really fall and... Um, but just really great. Yeah. So you did you like the look? I did. Yes. I loved it. I think there's just something about her going to the Victorian Albert where she really brings some really knockout like tweed outfits and I'm I think it, it I think it just makes more sense she can kind of go for her funkier, more artistic side mm-hmm. um because of the venue. Yeah. It's not going to a you know, a, a church service or a a whistle factory. A whistle factory. <laughs> So, yeah, there's that. You know, she can kind of pull out something that's more interesting. Um, And she's done that before. Anytime she kind of goes to an art-themed evening event, she really does like to wear interesting patterns and and textiles. So Mm -hmm. I like when she gets to go to those types of uh, events. Agreed. So I hope this will be a rewear someday. And maybe she'll wear it without the belt so we can see the the cutout. (laughs) See see the cutout? (laughs) Or where they patched it for her. Yeah. (laughs) It's a different type of fabric. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
exactly. <sighs> okay, so yeah, that was kind of our really our only news that we'll kind of dive into since we have all of Princess. Oh God, I guess can't. Eugenie's e- Eugenie's wedding. We're going to talk about Princess Eugenie. Oh, Eugenie's wedding. Yes, we are. <laughs> so. <laughs> Our first point on this is not only were we wrong about how we say her name, yeah. but we were wrong on all of our predictions, so don't yeah. listen to us, apparently. It's because we didn't use the bananas this time. I think so. I think if we would have used the bananas, we would They would have just said, nah, no, you're wrong. You're yeah. wrong. Yeah. And we would just be like, all right, thank you. Um, yeah, and as I mentioned, it was a beautiful fall morning, um, but it was very windy. Yes. There are some videos of uh, people walking up to the church from Windsor Castle or from other places in Windsor, and quite a few women almost lost their hats or did lose their hats Mm -hmm. um, in particularly strong gusts. So that was kind of fun to watch. I mean, when it was just random people, you're just like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Um, But luckily, I don't think anyone actually lost their hat forever. No, there. I don't know if you saw the one where the man was like chasing after that. Yeah, hat. yes, I did. Yeah. See that. So I watched the wedding in my bed with headphones on. Oh, very good. It was it was amazing. That's I a will, great idea. Yeah, exactly. If I'm not having a party, I highly recommend this mm-hmm. as an option. If you would like to watch a royal wedding, just put headphones on and sit in bed. It was great. And uh, my husband was obviously sleeping right next to me and. I laughed several times, and that was one of the moments I laughed. And he like kind of woke up, and I was just like, "Sorry, don't worry about it, man. Just lady chasing a hat, or right. guy chasing a hat." Yep. Um, but yeah, so the rest of the, I mean, the people walking into church, obviously, um, a lot of the the very important wedding party members were dropped off right at the foot of the staircase. Mm-hmm. Some other members of the royal family were dropped off at a, a side door and had a, only a very short walk. Yeah. But everyone else managed to stay upright in braving the wind when they walked down from the castle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, we had finally, uh, after kind of seeing everyone come in and get ready, it was time for the, the bride to arrive. And mm-hmm. uh, she and her father, Prince Andrew, appeared. And we finally saw her dress. Obviously, we did. She got out. Um, so do you know how to pronounce this designer's name? Cause I think it is Peter Pilato. Peter Pilato, I like it, um, is the brand. And it was uh, Peter Pilato and uh, Christopher DeVoice, who both own, or at least are the creative directors. Yeah, they founded it together Yeah, in 2007 and, in London. Yes, but we did get one thing right. Yeah, we did. A-line with long sleeves. I mean, hey, I mean, again, it it's not that hard to, to guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm To guess that it. one. And, okay, so I know this is, like, I mean, I didn't say it on the show, but I did kind of throw it out there that she might have worn like the that type of jacquard silk. So all right, I, I believe so you. Per, do you believe me? Okay, good. I do. I just I I kind of was like, I feel like I can see this, but then I was like, it's too crazy of a thing. She wouldn't do it. And I just hit my microphone. Um, but that's what it was made out of. It uh, was. Yes. So I was very excited to see because when she got out, I was like, oh my god, she's actually wearing jacquard silk. Um. But it was a, yep, Descartes silk, cotton, and viscose blend woven to incorporate thistles, shamrocks, the York rose, and ivy. And so I kind of, yeah, it was gorgeous. It was kind of, they they talked about how they made the pattern as kind of like a rope or a garland. Mm-hmm. And then kind of had, yeah, the, the rose of it. So it kind of made a, a stripe kind of look. Yeah, which, it was really gorgeous. Which, when I describe it, it doesn't 
really do the dress justice because, yeah, it was stunning. Yeah, so Peter Pilato, one of the things they're known for is their interesting textile techniques. And so this made a lot of sense. Like once you saw the dress and you're just looking at it on the TV or in the photos and it looks gorgeous. Well, then when you see the close-ups, you're like, oh my God, that's really beautiful and artistic Mm -hmm. and different. And so it makes a lot of sense that this is something they kind of do on a regular basis is use these innovative techniques, um, something that you wouldn't see in every kind of dress like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're wondering what the white rose of York is or the York rose, it's like their symbol for the House of York. And it's Mm -hmm. been around like for a really long time. Like when you look at like old tapestries and stuff about like the the War of the Roses. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't it one of the War of the Roses? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So and obviously she's Princess Eugenie of Eugenie. Yes, Eugenie. 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 Princess Eugenie of York. This is where we get a one-star review saying, like, this. <laughs> we're trying, man. We're it's, trying. It's hard to fix your mispronunciations. Yeah. I think I'm going to, next for our next show, if we discuss this again, I'm not going to say it. I'm, I'm going to put out a note card. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's my life. Anyways, back to the dress. So the dress, um, one thing I, I think is nice is, that it had a great neckline. It was a, a kind of a wider V. And we talked about the difference between Kate and Megan's dresses. And this is a, yet another neckline that that's different because Kate's has that very narrow V. I mean, still like striking, obviously. And then Megan had the wider um, boat neck style. And this one is kind of like its own thing. So she's not going to draw the comparisons there. Um, I think what was my favorite part of the dress was the back. Oh my God. You're, thank you. Thank yeah. you. I agree. So one thing that I liked about it is that it was a little bit lower cut than we've seen on a royal wedding gown. I mean, we haven't seen that many royal wedding gowns right? To for British royals at least. Um, but it also was just kind of special because, and I, I knew about this but had forgotten, but Eugenie um, had scoliosis when she was younger and when she was 12 she underwent a really serious operation uh to help her with that and so she has a scar and the back being as low as it was which again wasn't like super low Mm -hmm. but it was you know lower than the typical royal wedding gown you could see part of the scar and i think that was really cool that it's something she's you know found important to her identity and her life and she's proud of having you know, brought visibility to that cause and, mm-hmm. you know, been a survivor. And so she's she wanted to incorporate it. And yeah. so from the back, it was really stunning. And then there was a bow tail and a really long train. Mm-hmm. And it just it just was like beautiful. Yeah, it was just it was just really stunning and a regal. And I loved it. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, she was not wearing a veil. Yeah. Which I didn't notice until I was looking at the the official pictures like or I don't know some recaps of the, the wedding where people gathered images when I was watching the video of it I didn't even notice yeah but hey maybe she had it planned but then the wind was around and they were like nope it's gonna it's really you're gonna blow possible. away I think it was also because she probably wanted to show the back of her dress being That's as true. low as it was and mm-hmm. also I think that I think we'll move on to the tiara now because I think the tiara itself was so dynamite that you didn't need a veil. No, you did not need a veil. <laughs> you wanted to let everyone look at that. It's, right. again, just absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. And 
I think last week, obviously, we were like, oh, why are we even talking about this? She's going to wear the York. I'm totally awesome that she didn't wear the York because... Yes, me too. We got to, we got a treat from the vault. We got a tiara people literally didn't think existed anymore. Yeah. People were pretty <laughs> sure that this lady had taken it apart for, for scrap and, like, reincorporated the gemstones <laughs> elsewhere. Right. No idea that this was still floating around, let yeah. alone that the queen had it. I know. When she first, when I first saw her in the car, I was like, okay, she's not wearing the York. She's wearing emeralds. And I assumed she was wearing, there's several other emerald um, mm-hmm. ones. And I looked at all of them and I was like, none of them look like this. I was like, this is something completely different. So I was like, is this new or is this just something we haven't seen in forever or whatnot? So I, w- I was very excited. I was like, holy crap. What yes. is this? <laughs> so what it was is a tiara made in 1919 for the Honorable Mrs. Ronald Greville. Who? I don't know who that is, <laughs> but she um, she had it made for her in the uh, Kokoschnik uh, style. So it's called the Greville Emerald Kokoschnik Tiara. Um, and it's made in that style uh, of tiara that's popularized in the Russian Imperial Court. And so when Mrs. Ronald Greville, oh, I'm sorry, the Honorable Mrs. Ronald Greville uh, passed away in 1942. The tiara went to uh, Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, so who was then just Queen Elizabeth. And obviously, we can all assume that the current Queen Elizabeth inherited that upon her mother's death. Um, it has six emeralds, a boatload of diamonds, and everything's set in platinum. And I just can't. It was yeah. awesome. It was beautiful, and it looked so great with her hair, and it just, yeah, it's, they, the styling with her hair and just kind of how it rose above, yeah, it was, it was stunning. And I can see why she was like, why would I wear anything else? No. <laughs> and when you I, got I, that. <laughs> yeah, and last week I had mentioned that I didn't see her wearing a, uh, anything, a gemstone that wasn't a diamond mm-hmm. because I thought it would clash with her, her engagement ring, um, but Looking at that, I didn't even notice. It was just just really beautiful. And I think it played really well into their kind of color scheme, which is mm-hmm. autumn. Like, we'll get to the cake, um, but, you know, it's reds and oranges and, and greens. And obviously the details that were included on the page boy and bridesmaids outfit, um, you know, it's similar. Those All those different autumnal colors that really work well together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, she also, side note, had um, some b- nice emerald earrings that were allegedly a, a gift from Mr. Jack Oh, uh, to wear on the wedding day. So those he are also... Have, he must have been privy, at least, to maybe that she was going to be wearing emeralds. Probably. I'm yeah. sure that was... that was He was told that much. Or he was told, here, an acceptable amount... An acceptable gift would be this. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, I thought it looked great. And this mm-hmm. is exciting because uh, the Mrs. Ronald Greville apparently gave the Queen Mother, who she was really good friends with, quite a few jewels. And so it's cool to know that there's probably more tiaras sitting around. For example, um, there's the, I think it's called the Greville t- tiara, just straight up called the Greville tiara. And that's one Camilla wears almost all the time. Oh, okay. And yeah. So it's the one, I don't know if you you if you saw a photo, I but do. it's like the one with like the honeycomb yep. kind of the diamonds and stuff. So that's one Camilla wears all the time. And that is also from this 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 friend, Miss Miss Ronald Greville. <laughs> Who knows what her name is, but I don't know. You know. Let's hold on. I'm looking at an article, right? I can find it. But yeah, it was stunning and I am totally 
cool that she didn't wear the York tiara. Yeah. She got to yeah, kind of have her own look, didn't have to have to draw comparisons to her mother's wedding day and all of that. So Yeah, I mean she just one hundred percent A plus across the board, loved everything mm-hmm. that she was wearing. Yeah. I, I have no notes for it. Like, it's no, just, I, it was just spectacular, the whole yes. thing. I was, and, you yeah. know, it's like, ah, I don't know. I was just so happy. She looked yeah. so, so good. It was she so did. pretty. Yeah, and I think, it's just, imagine this, the stress of having to know that you're going to be compared to Megan's wedding and Kate's, Kate's and, and, and pretty much any royal bride. and Your mother's, really, like, right. you know, and right. your famous aunt. Like, oh, God, like, all this stuff there's so much to go into it right and so i think she just really knocked it out of the park and made something that really was her style and really just stood out so awesome mm-hmm. job yeah and a few of our <laughs> our listeners i i posted on instagram to say what people thought of the dress and i mean across the board it was for at least for her her wedding dress um across the board people loved it and thought it was gorgeous and beautiful and um, one of my favorite, one of the, our my a couple of my favorites. One is from our friend Shelby, who said it looked oh, hot. <laughs> yeah, but did she mean temperature or? I think she meant um, lots. Of, she says lots of fabric, so I think she meant temperature. Oh yes, um, but it was gorgeous, and a lot of people felt that the emeralds helped make the entire thing look just really outstanding. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everyone pretty much said she like nailed it. Yeah, I haven't seen so. any any critiques on that dress, really. Mm-hmm. No, I, mean, I think it was it was really gorgeous and so well done. And um, I've seen a few things from Peter Pilato before, uh, but yeah, that didn't even cross my mind. But yes, he's from Italy, so it makes sense. She was kind of alluding to that this person wasn't maybe there. At least they have their brand in London, but yeah, it's a London-based designer, exactly, or an English-based so. designer. I can't remember mm-hmm. what she said, but. I think she's not. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, British based designer. So yeah. that's what he is. Yeah. Well, he and his co-founder. Yeah. <laughs> um, the moving on, we'll talk a little bit yes. about the wedding party. Um, so I mentioned the groom was gave a nice generous gift. Mm-hmm. He looked good. I liked good. his glasses. I know. Um, I was a, like, wait, why are you taking them off? Yeah. Um, yes. Didn't you text me a fire emoji? I sure did. No, because I was watching. And I was just like, he looks really good with his glasses, and he I does. was like, I, 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 I was like, major props to him for wearing them. Because I mean, some people are like, oh, glasses are so nerdy, and we've never really, at least I've never seen any photos with him wearing glasses. Yeah, me neither. But it was, and it made me kind of like not love him, but really, I don't know much about him. But I, I thought it was really cute that he appears to be kind of farsighted. Yeah, and so or, he wore or, them. Nearsighted. Nearsighted. Oh, yeah. That's what it would be? Yeah, because he can see close up. Oh, okay. No, I'm super nearsighted. So that's how I know that because I'm like literally blind. So, like, if I'm in your face, you can see me, but if if I'm far away. Mm hmm. Yeah, I can't see anything more than a blur. So I can see things near. Oh, okay. This makes sense. I'm dumb. Sorry. No, it's really confusing. I always have to think about it, but I can relate it to my own blindness. Right. (laughs) So I can. So but I yes. think it's just easier for me. Yes. So he, but once she kind of, because yeah, she walked halfway. She walked kind of to that nave, kind of where Mar- Megan did her walk by mm-hmm. herself. So she walked to that part and then met Jack there. And they didn't walk down together, but they they saw each other for the first time and met there. 
mm-hmm. before they can do it. And then he put the glasses away and gave them to his brother, who was his best man. Good job, brother. Indeed. Pro- protect those glasses. Yep. Oh. Yeah. So it was very sweet. Yeah. So should we talk about the Yorks? I believe so. I think we should. <laughs> do you want to start or should should yeah. I go with no, I'll, I'll go for it. Um, right. So for Beatrice, uh, who was the maid of honor, uh, she and um, her mother arrived at the church together. And um, yeah, she didn't do a, an official procession or anything, but um, she wore a blow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just put you like co- several, tried to combine words those words. I did. I did. It did not work. Uh, she wore a blue boat neck uh, dress from Ralph and Russo. Uh, which had an A-line skirt and a paplume. And uh, she was seen leaving their shop earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. And then uh, kind of going upon this uh, Alice band trend, it's taking the world by storm. It or is. At least the royals. Uh, she wore a purplish uh, headband fascinator. Which uh, it's divisive. Indeed. Actually, I mean, mostly I just think people don't like it that much. Mm. Because the purple doesn't really go. Because her yeah. dress is like a royal blue like a jewel tone blue, and mm-hmm. then this all of a sudden purple comes at it. Yeah, I was a little surprised. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell at first if they matched or not, because um, I was like, "What am I?" And then I was like, "Okay, I think it is a different color." Yeah, um, but I loved the dress and the I outfit. I did too. I, I thought she looked really great. Um, I thought it was yeah really cut really well, and it was just really it was fun, and I feel like it kind of got the like I'm wearing like a kind of a fun kind of British wedding dress. Not wedding dress, but like I'm going to a wedding, but also I'm a bridesmaid. Yeah. I think <laughs> it was the more fun aspects. Yeah, it was like it had some interesting details on it. Um it wasn't boring. And it was also really I think it looked nice on her. Mm-hmm. Um it wasn't anything that was gonna steal anyone's thunder, but it it looked cool. Right. And yeah. I think it it suited her. The shape was really good for her. Mm-hmm. Um so I'll talk about Fergie now, our friend. Excellent. <laughs> she um, she showed up and was really having a ball. You could tell. Though Indeed. I do feel bad. I've heard that her car was supposedly like 10 minutes late to pick them up. And so oh. they were like scrambling to try to make up the time. So I can, I mean, I think that that was not the, I think that was probably pretty stressful for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she showed up wearing a green Emma Louise design with a rather interesting hat. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, how to describe this hat? So if you picture like a Panama hat, do you know what a Panama hat looks oh, like? Oh, yeah. For okay. Sure. Flatten that out a little bit and yep. widen it. Like take, you see a picture of it on your Microsoft Paint and you click the arrow on the side corner, you pull it out and narrow it down and drag it out. And then you take, <laughs> so now you've got a longer, flatter Panama hat. And then you take a pair of airplane wings that you get when you're a three-year-old on an airplane. And you take their clicker on Microsoft Paint and you drag those and you drag them out to be very long. And then you put them on the back of the hat. That is the hat. <laughs> um, it there is, you go. It is a hat. And that's about what I can say about it. Um, yes. I think she the the dress fit her really well. Mm-hmm. Um, the wind didn't do it any favors, but like that's kind of not you didn't they didn't anticipate that there was going to be like right. Thirty you don't mile plan an hour your outfits over wind, right? Not like that strong of wind. Like you you 
you plan on maybe there being a little breeze, but that was unusually strong. Wind. Right. Mm-hmm. So it it was unfortunately a little unflattering at times, but that wasn't really like anyone's fault or right. It was it was just the wind's fault. Okay. Um, but the hat the hat was a lot. Was and I also. Yeah. I think green is a really great color on her. I'm not sure that that particular green is the green I would have chosen. I would mm. have gone with a little bit darker, like like just a just to get a little bit more emerald colored. Yeah. Than what that is, which I can't really describe. I don't know. In, maybe it was better in person, but in photos it was a little um, too like yellowish white. Like there's just too much white and too much yellow in there when you saw it on film. Mm. Yeah, I think I would have liked it better if there was a different hat, mostly because I think her hair is what makes greens look really good. Yeah. And you didn't really get to see her hair because, you, yeah, you were distracted by the hat. Exactly. I, <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, she's worn green pretty frequently. I think she even wore as her her reception dress for the wedding was mm-hmm. another green outfit. And I thought that one looked really good on her, too. And I think it looked a little bit better because you could actually see her hair. You can check it out on her Instagram. She posted Indeed. photos of them. Indeed. I'm going to pull it up because I can't remember what it looks like. Yeah. But you can keep talking. Because I don't know what this next thing is. You added oh, it in. Okay. So um, so there was the little kiddos who were the bridesmaids. And uh, as they were coming out of the church with the entire royal family, uh, one of the girls so was... Uh, so apparently in the UK, and I still haven't quite figured this out, Robbie Williams is a... Yep very famous guy he's like the best-selling like solo artist in yeah the uk or at least through it starting in like through the t- 2000s or whatnot anyways he's very popular there he's never really been popular in the u.s um but he is friends with um eugenie and uh his daughter was in the wedding and as uh fergie is walking down the stairs the, the girl yells and she has an american accent she goes are you the queen <laughs> And um, he was like, yeah, she's like, she's like, oh, no, I'm I'm not. And she's like, but are you a princess? And she's like, yes, yes, I am. And then she kind of she has places to be. So she just kind of like runs away from this Mm -hmm. child. (laughs) But it was pretty funny and get really cute because she was just like that hat. You must be the queen. (laughs) Exactly. Excuse me, madam. Are you the queen? Right. Exactly. And you saw her kind of sitting in the front row and Mm -hmm. all that. So I'm not sure where the children went during after they did their little walk, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Lady Louise <laughs> had them all entertained by I don't know. She probably had like bubble wands or something in, the, so. in a side room, like in the vestry. Where yeah, they- <laughs> <laughs> just keep them there. Yeah, just keep them there. Yeah, so that, and like just have them sit. I don't know. Put them in temporary like straight jackets so they don't get smudges and right. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't start slapping each other in the middle of the ceremony. Right. Um, <sighs> yes. And then, last but not least, Prince Andrew, father of the bride. Um, mm-hmm. I think he, you know, he looked like your typical royal father of the bride. And yeah. I just think kudos to him. He did a great job helping her with her skirt. He sure, sure did. Um, both getting out of the car to, for the walk into church and then later when they were departing their afternoon reception at Windsor Castle, um, they have a video of them walking. And he was the one probably recognizing that it's a little harder for Beatrice wearing heels and a dress of her own to bend over and pick up the train yeah. like, you know, she did. So he picked it up and then handed it over to her. I was like, Perfect. good job, dad. You're you're wearing trousers. You don't have to worry about <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> about the wind uh, 
revealing anything. So you mm-hmm. can do the heavy lifting there. Um, so moving on, we'll talk about the the rest of the wedding party, which are yeah. those cute page boys and flower girls. Yes. Or, not flower girls, bridesmaids. I always forget. It's yeah. different. Uh, but yeah, George and Charlotte are now experts in being page boys and flower girls. How um, many do you think it is? I know we haven't counted. and I mean... I think it's they're on their fourth wedding now because I think they did. Well, they did Pippa's, which I think was their first. Yeah. They did Megan. Yep. And then they did the um, friend, the friends wedding. I'm totally um, Sophie's not Sophie. Um, gosh, I'm totally blanking. Maybe it is Sophie. Anyways, um, I forget her friend's name right now. The one and that was like last one. week. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, oh, that's a lot of outfits to to choose and get for your your children and. Yeah, they seem to be pretty much experts at this now. There was good royal waving from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. She she's a pro. She is. She loves it. Yeah. And um, Savannah was there. Savannah was, and George back yeah. at it again. Their <laughs> antics. They're definitely friends. Yeah, you can tell George is probably since I don't. Savannah is seven, maybe. I think so. So you know she's older than George and he is definitely in that phase where like because she's older she's like the coolest mm-hmm. to him and it also she seems like a real hoot so yeah. she's like faking the <laughs> trumpeting when they all walk in because obviously you know when the bride showed up there was all this pageantry and stuff and she was like pretending to play the trumpet and George was cracking up <laughs> um but yeah as I mentioned the the um fabric on they're, I mean, besides wearing like white dresses and then white like shirts and stuff, they had uh, fabric details, which was based on a, a piece of art made by an American named Mark Bradford. And it was also used on the like wedding programs. Mm-hmm. And so it was a, I think, interesting way to tie it into like the, I don't know, the visuals of the, the thing that we at home would see. Yeah. Did we actually get a photo of what it looked like on the um, the program at all? I couldn't I don't know. find anything, and and it, it kind of threw me off because I kept thinking that they were wearing camo. So me too. I, I personally did not like the pattern. I thought it was kind of out of place. Uh, it did look so a little. If, so if too- I have to have a you know some sort of critique for this wedding, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, but the kids looked cute. So oh, darling, yeah. So it really doesn't matter. But off. But yes, we will now move on to what the well, fam quick, jam was wearing. I'll quickly do the first one so you can take the next. Um, okay. But the Queen and Prince Philip were there. So everyone who was like, Prince Philip won't show up because Fergie's going to be there. They can eat their words. He was definitely there. And it was nice to see him since he's retired from his other royal duties. We don't see mm-hmm. him as often. So hi, Phil. And um, yeah, I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, and uh, so we finally got to... So, yes, we didn't really get to see Will and Kate or Harry and Meghan when they arrived, since they kind of were just kind of... Rightly so, they were brought up in cars and were able to get out and not, you know, have people screaming at them for, like, 45 minutes as they did the long walk <laughs> to the yeah. door. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, there was no baby Louie. I am guessing, because uh, Nanny Maria was actually the one who was helping with the kids, so mm-hmm. my guess is that Louie was probably with Carol. Because Carol, we didn't see them. At least we didn't see Carol and... No, um, we saw the the Middleton, we saw Pippa, her husband, yeah. and James. And so, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if if Carol and... I can't remember what their dad is called right now. Michael? Yeah. 
Yeah, Michael. There we go. I thought so. I'm just <laughs> scrambling. I, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if they're having some precious baby Louie time during yeah. this. So, um, but yes, yeah, so thankfully during the pre-ceremony, you got to see they would flash between people talking and the church and people arriving. And uh, there was time where Harry and Kate are having a conversation, but there's some PDA going on. Um, Ooh. I know I liked my voice there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's how I felt. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh who's yeah. that? So Kate, yeah, Kat, Kate had her hand on Will's thigh. I mean, his knee, yeah. but like technically It, it was thigh. like going up high. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. This is a church. This yeah. is the house of God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was really cute to see. I love um, it. And there was many hilarious articles of like people just zooming in on it. And I was yeah. just like, okay. <laughs> um, so that was really sweet to see. And uh, nice that they can have a day, at least a couple, you know, an hour or so yeah. to enjoy a wedding. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but what to Kate wore? Uh, we, yeah, we got this right. She wore a McQueen. Yep. And uh, she did not wear the silhouette that I did not want. So. I was very pleased that she wore a version of uh, something of the bubblegum pink that she wore to the Tribune in 2017. And this one was in the color of raspberry. And uh, this one has the paper bag uh, kind of, what's it called? Waist. Right. And uh, the kind of the biggest difference was that uh, this one had a more, um, I would say, more more pointed shoulders. It's like, yeah, more rough, more puffy, more puffy. Yes. Yeah, or more like detailed though. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, she wore her earrings lent from the Queen, and she wore those also in the 2017 Troopine, and uh, berry colored velvet shoes by Prada, and a Philip Treacy uh, hat, kind of beret thing. And yeah, it had like flower, like roses. It looked like, and then and netting. Had fishnet. And, yeah. yeah, not fishnet. <laughs> Just, Just net. netting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I loved it. Ditto. And I. I actually like the detailed shoulders more than I like the not detailed. Um, I, I agree. I, I thought it was I, a great look and yeah, she, she didn't, you know, wear a paper bag or, you know, a complete, something with a cutout showing her no. drift. <laughs> no, I thought this was really great and refreshing because we've seen her kind of, I mean, besides her, you know, most recent events back from maternity leave, we've only seen her at, you know, Harry and Meghan's wedding where she wore a pastel identical version of a dress we'd seen before mm-hmm. and we we're kind of bored yes. and now here we go we got something and it's in a really cool color mm-hmm. um she really stands out in all of the group photos mm-hmm. she just looks so great and her hair again is just doing such great things yeah even yeah she's definitely um, yeah she definitely during her maternity really kind of i feel like she kind of not bounced back but i feel like she's kind of gone back to like her hair looks very similar to um a couple years ago when she was like peak amazing hair and Mm -hmm. all that so i'm loving it and yeah that raspberry color is just like a perfect fall jewel yeah and she really stood out because most other people went for the blues or the greens Mm -hmm. and this i think was a good and smart choice um Uh, speaking of the blues though oh well we can mention quickly said that pippa was there yeah pippa was still pregnant now, do we want to mention that Pippa might be in labor right now? I think so. I think it's just a quick, uh, if you haven't seen the news, uh, and, and probably by the time we release this, there may be um, 
a baby Matthews on the way. Um, Peppa was spotted at the Lindo wing entering, and um, shortly after, her husband uh, James Matthews was shown bringing in like a baby like diaper bag, or yeah, as like, they call, I think in the UK it was what I'm seeing a baby changing bag, and okay. an overnight bag. So. Uh, I think it's likely that she has gone into labor because she, I feel like she's been pregnant for 500 years. She probably so, feels that way too. She's probably I'm like, sure she does. get this dang thing over with, guys. Right. So um, she looked great on uh, on Friday. She sure like, did. You know, she was obviously very pregnant, um, mm-hmm. but she was, you know, still, I think she was still wearing heels. Oh my gosh. I was and like, Ooh. I'm sure you loved her dress too because it was very form fitting. I know. Like, <laughs> take note, Megan. <laughs> I don't think you'll have to tell Meg. I think Megan will sometimes show up in in I think so. more tailored things. Yes, I think you are right. <laughs> um, but anyway, speaking of what Megan was wearing, she didn't show up in a tailored thing at first because you know it was still a secret. Um, but at uh, uh, Eugenie's wedding, there we go. She wore her coat the whole time. Like we said, it's a bespoke navy coat and dress by Givenchy. Mm-hmm. And a custom hat by Noel Stewart, but ultimately it was kind of drab and kind of boring. Yeah, and that was the feedback from a lot of people online. It was like, oh, okay. I mean, it's a nice coat. Like, don't get me wrong. If you yeah. gave me that coat, I would take it happily. Yeah, um, but yeah, for it, me. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it just really wasn't much to much that was surprising or to write home about and I think that was by design oh for sure I because I think I was when I saw it I was like I feel like if I was dressing her for like Givenchy I wouldn't have allowed this dress to leave like leave her like this Mm because I feel like it wasn't doing her any favors and was really out of characteristics for their designs yeah like she talked about how she chose them because they're like impeccable tailoring and everything and I just was not tailored well Right, and I know some people will say that about her wedding dress, but I honestly believe she probably lost a lot of weight due to nerves prior. Yeah, it was just like, okay, we're not. This is six seams. We're not changing this. <laughs> yeah, we can't. We literally can't. We have to recut right. the whole thing. Can't right. happen. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, it it did its job. I think it's similar to the Kate wearing the dowdy, horribly unflattering dress at Pippa's wedding. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. it's a thing where it's like, yeah, I don't want to be seen as stealing the thunder, nor do I want to steal the thunder. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to duck in. And especially since she, you know, she did not want to wear anything that would show any kind of bump or anything, because that would mm-hmm. be definitely upstaging the bride with speculation. Yes. Absolutely. So I think she did fine. Yeah. Nothing. I, know, I, I don't think she'll repeat any of it necessarily unless it gets altered. Right, and it is something that maybe she could wear, like she could wear that coat again, maybe. Yeah. And it would, and it'll, as she begins to grow a little bit more, she'll have space for it. So maybe that's why it was bigger, as she was like, okay, I can rewear this. It might just be that it's a, it's a larger coat and it was just buttoned. Like she has a lot of, she has a lot of like slouchy coats, like kind of they are menswear inspired, it seems like. Um, And she wears them, you know, unbuttoned or belted really tight. Mm-hmm. And so that can look really cool. And, you know, that fits in with her style. But this one where it was just kind of buttoned and it it fell down kind of mm-hmm. out. It was such like a clear choice. Yeah. To disguise whatever might be going on. So, but we mm-hmm. know why. So. Right. Exactly. So, yay, baby. Um, 
So and moving then, on to the ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to do my, I just want to do this quick. Is Okay. Um, did you ever read The Great Gatsby in I high sure school? Did. I did. Yeah. I am going to be honest. I've never read it. Oh, okay. I've started it like five times and then always been like, oh, these people are insufferable. And oh, closed it's, it. I, I, yeah, I have to admit, I don't really like it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's just difficult to read. Like, it's, yeah. It's, and we say this as Minnesotans, you know. Yeah. Isn't F. Scott Fitzgerald from here? Isn't that like what yes. anyone talks about all the time? Yeah. He's like one of our like four celebrities besides yep. Prince and Bob Dylan and Judy Garland and Judy Garland. I that's think that's it. it. There's not yep. really anybody else. Um, yeah, uh, it's just yeah. As you heard from, if you haven't read it or have read it, it's a it's a mouthful. Yeah. So ultimately, though, the plot is. <laughs> I mean, think back to the. Here's a good. Here's a good um, way of thinking about why this was an odd choice for a wedding reading. Yes. Oh my the, God. Thank you. The, the Baz Luhrmann <laughs> version starred Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire in the two main lead roles. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever heard any rumors about their personal life and their like uh, their social life and their 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 dating life with yeah. various ladies, I'm not going to say the words on this podcast because it's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> Uh, but that actually fits pretty well with like those character types. And so, yeah. you know, it's like, what? What are you doing? I know. I was like, this doesn't seem very like complimentary. It to is your, not. To your, your husband. <laughs> it was absolutely not. And the poor Dean of Windsor, who's following the act. I mean, so Beatrice gets up and reads this, this passage from the book. You can find it online if you didn't hear it. And yeah. the, the Dean of Windsor has to be like, yeah, um... That is a passage about a guy who's a total con man, and marriages can go really wrong, just like what that book is describing. Yeah. You know, you could spend your entire life chasing a green light across a body of water and then kill someone with a car. I don't know, man. (laughs) You know, that could happen. Or we could just move on and go to the best man who's going to read a nice biblical passage. Indeed. (laughs) no i think yeah i think the way that the ceremony was set up it kind of it was confusing yeah but on the bright side if Bay is interested in winning a grammy may i suggest she become a reader of audiobooks oh my gosh she did a great job she had excellent delivery there was pep in her voice yeah yeah so I'm, i'm just putting it out there that if she would like to begin her journey as an audiobook reader i would be quite pleased yeah, I would do. I would I would definitely check out that book from the library. Maybe one day I'm sure she'll have some sort of biography and she'll she'll be the one to narrate it. So Ooh, I would I'll definitely buy that book. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. They one of them will write a book. Yeah. For sure. I Fingers mean, I know crossed. Fergie has books, but which now thinking about it, why haven't I read those? Oh, put them- okay. Well, let me tell you about Fergie's books <laughs> because last week when we were like, "Oh, we're going to talk about the Yorks." I was like, yeah on the library app and just looking to see if there was anything I could check out and read a a little bit of, see if I could get some juicy background information. Of course. Excellent. So there's an autobiography that she wrote that's Uh from back in like the, like it was released I think in 96, but apparently there were a bunch of competing unauthorized biographies of her that came out at the same time, so it kind of like didn't get that far. Mm -hmm. I, I think... I'll have to do more research on it, but the library didn't have any of them. What the library did have was this book where she wrote it 
And she consulted with the famous, like, TV advice guru. So, like, there's a chapter of her talking to Dr. Phil. There's a chapter of her talking to Susie Ormond. I don't know who else she talks to, but she, like, gets life advice from these, like, charlatans. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, writes about it. And I really wanted to get that one. But then I realized it was, like, way too long. And I would have had to, I think I had to wait to get it. So I didn't read it. But (laughs) if you are interested, I, I will one day check that out from the library and read it i just mostly want to see like what she and dr phil talk about right (laughs) oh anyway Uh, yeah uh so tell us about the celebrities though oh yeah we have celebrities here uh so some of our celebs at the wedding were uh naomi campbell uh kate moss i'm assuming they're fergie's friends maybe i don't know ricky martin ricky martin I i can see ricky martin not being one of Eugenie's friends. I can see that being Fergie's friend. Yeah. And and Demi Moore. And Demi Moore was actually, I believe, Zach Posen's date. Oh, okay. To the event. So, yes. Huh. Um, I, I think a lot of people were like, what? Why? And yeah, that was... was- that's why I added a question mark after her name there. Yeah. Like, so what was she I doing believe, there? So she, was, she arrived on the arm of Zach Posen. So... Um, I see. Yes. And, and as um, Jack is a a tequila ambassador of some sort for um, Casa Amigos, which is uh, George Clooney's tequila company. Uh, mm-hmm. We were expecting to maybe see George and um, extremely successful attorney Amal Clooney, um, but they did not. Alas. That's, that's a bummer because I love seeing Amal's outfit. Um, yeah. But the- apparently uh, they served Casa Amigos margaritas at the reception, which is very smart. Mm-hmm. I would love to go to a wedding that has Mark. So Me too. Um, who else we got here? Anna so, Kara Ke- Devil uh, Delavine, yeah, who is another model type. She showed mm-hmm. she caused quite a stir by showing up in a like traditionally what a, a man would wear to a um, English morning wedding. So she was wearing a morning suit and top hat, mm-hmm. and she looked really great. And so she everyone did. was like, "Hey, a plus, good job. Yeah, this is interesting was- and." appropriate but like a way to be kind of edgy and still not like offend the Mm -hmm. church (laughs) by showing all of your skin or anything right exactly and she's someone i would expect that from and it was perfectly tailored so it looked great on her definitely um but who else showed up that made it a little bit awkward yeah all of harry's really prominent exes were there as well (laughs) Uh so yeah so we had uh Cressy Bonus and Chelsea Davey were both there. I loved Cressy's outfit. She also is on the Alice Band. She um, is. That must be the trend of the year. I think so. I think so. I think people want to wear tiaras, but they don't want to be seen as like They can't wear tiaras. Like they're not allowed to. Right. Protocol specifically says only the bride can wear tiara. Like I want an Alice Band just so I can wear a tiara. That's not really a tiara. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Chelsea Davy was also there. Um, I can't remember which. I don't was think it, it was that remarkable. It was no. blue. Yeah. And then uh, this one also made me laugh and wake up my husband when Ellie Goulding appeared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we don't actually have like official confirmation she and Prince Harry dated. But uh, if you've listened to some of our older episodes, we talked about how there is uh, there was a Daily Mail article about how Ellie Goulding and Prince Harry were apparently seen doing stuff underneath a blanket. Canoodling. <laughs> but they yeah. used a different word that I can never remember what it is. I never can. I know. I like, I'm going to have to go back to in the notes. Yeah, it's totally in the notes. We should check it out. I bet yeah. we could search through our notes. So, well, I'm sure yeah. she'll come up again. Um, 
And apparently, yeah, so Ellie is apparently, I'm assuming, a friend of Eugenie's. And she might have also performed at the um, reception. But I don't, we've heard that. And I think Ellie Golding was wearing, like, a light blue outfit. It was also not that memorable yeah. for me. So, so yes, the celebrities, they attend weddings. Who knew? Just like us. Yes, um, just like us. <laughs> so um, we'll now get to the kind of the after party. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, various royal Twitter feeds, Instagram pages, etc. The press office, one can say, was really great at publishing a lot of different information about the day. So that's how we found out, you know, who designed the dress, um, because it wasn't like an obvious distinguishing, like it's not something you could identify by sight. We learned about, um, you know, the different elements of the program throughout the time and and what people were wearing and all that stuff. But my favorite tweet was um, an informational update by the Royal Family Twitter account that says that after the ceremony, the newly married couple will undertake a short carriage procession in the Scottish state coach, which, you know, I had known that. But this is the best part. Okay. The carriage will be pulled by four Windsor Grey horses, Plymouth, Milford Haven, Tyrone, and Storm. And there will be two outriders, Claudia and Sir Basil. <laughs> and then there is a gif of the different horses. Yes. Like there's a there's like a a f- rotating photo that scans through the f- through the four carriage horses and it's like oh, oh hey there's I Tyrone. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. And I love it. So yay horses. Anyway, I like it. They're finally getting f- their fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, should we talk about the cake? Yes. Huh. Um. I don't have the name of the baker with me. At we this mentioned moment. it last week. We did. Um, but it was so they had done some photos. Uh, Chris Jackson, who is one of the um, more prominent uh, royal photographers, had actually shown photos of or video of the um, the baker making it in the Buckingham Palace kitchens and all that. And also making some leaves and some fall colored leaves and everything, which ended up in this gorgeous three tiered cake. That had fall foliage all dripping off of it. Yeah, so when we talked about it last week, we were talking about it was described as having sugar work. And I yeah. didn't really think through what that meant. I thought it was just yeah. going to be like piping and like white icing, which would be really pretty too. You know, mm-hmm. that can be really striking. But these were like fully formed, like 3D leaves. And they were yeah. really pretty and cool. And I'm sorry, I meant to say it's a five layer cake. <laughs> Oh my god, five layers. Yeah, because I forgot about the bottom too. <laughs> well, I mean, it's tall. Yes. But um, again, it was red velvet. We don't know how it tasted. We can all assume that it tasted fine, if mm-hmm. not great. Right. Um, <sighs> after that cake was served at the afternoon reception held at Windsor, the couple left. Um, she was still wearing her ceremony dress at this point, And mm-hmm. that's when her father, again, picked up the slack and, and got her train for her um, as she and Jack walked out to drive away. If you remember when Harry and Meghan, when it was their day, they got into a baby blue Jaguar, which I want now. Yes. Um, this time they got into another very cool car. Um, it was the Aston Martin that was designed for the latest James Bond movie, Spectre. Mm-hmm. And it looked pretty cool driving away. And then they Fast and Furious were out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of the last we saw of them for at least 
the day. The day, yeah. At least they didn't. They did not release any additional photos. Nope, not until later that weekend. Yep. Um, and that's where we. Yeah, I was wondering. I assumed she'd have a second dress for their reception, and that's. And we finally got photos, and mm-hmm. uh, she wore uh, Demi Moore's date Zach Posen. <laughs> yeah. So if you were like, "What the hell are those people doing there?" She's not wearing right. a Zach Posen dress. Well, mm-hmm. now she is. Yes. It makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, this dress was made from silk produced in a British mill and was inspired by the colors of Windsor and the countryside. And additional inspiration came from the White Rose of York, which was apparently on the dress. We didn't, at least I couldn't see it. I, it was on the, the shoulder and the back. And my hunch is that it is a very deep backed dress. Yeah. Uh, because it's a high neck in the front, and it's it looks. Do you remember um, like Hillary Swank's Oscar dress, where it was like, was it her? I don't know. Where it was really high up, and then it went really plunging down low in the back. It was really pretty, and it started the whole like, maybe that didn't start it, but I don't know. There's dresses like that where it's really high up in the front, and then in the back you're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. I have a feeling it was something like that. It just looked like yeah. it. It wouldn't have surprised me. Mm-hmm. Might have had some like drapey fabric in the back, you know, so it wasn't totally mm-hmm. bare. But since she clearly likes to show off or, you know, you know, accent that mm-hmm. part of her body and, you know, looked so good in the more church appropriate version. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do if I were her. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> what were your thoughts on the dress, though? I I actually really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I thought it did. I thought it looked really like regal, and I just think it looked really fun too. And I loved the color; like, it, I felt like it was still very bridal, even though it was more of a blush. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I loved kind of the shimmer on it, and I, I really hope that maybe on her own personal account she'll maybe show kind of the detailed of the the York Rose or that's on there. Yeah, I'm hoping like it's really large on the back of the cape. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so amazing. That's what I would do. Like, you're yeah. freaking York. You should totally put that iconic design on your dress as large as possible. So that's what I'm kind of hoping it is. Um, I definitely wasn't quite sure at first because it's all kind of the ruching in the front, but I loved how it kind of goes. So it really accentuated her waist. And yeah. So I, I was, I'm a fan. I can only, I'd like to see it in motion. Like, I'd yes. love to see a video of it um, just because I imagine that the silk would move really beautifully. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it was it was really like, I don't know, it just looked really like so I would just like want to touch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would yes. not be allowed, but <laughs> it'd be fun. It looks like it'd be really comfortable to wear. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I so some listeners also had some thoughts and feelings. Um, so our listener, Brooke, thought that the re- reception dress actually topped the ceremony dress. Whoa. So that's strong big. praise right there. Yeah. And um, listener Lissa, she loved re- the reception dress. She thought it was very old Hollywood glamour, which actually perfect. I agree. I agree, too. I, she yeah. does seem to be going for, like, a real kind of 20s, like, glamorous thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's not 20s because it's not, like, a flapper dress or anything. But it is, like, you know, with you tying in the Great Gatsby and all that, it's, like, very mm-hmm. glamour with yes. its capital G. Mm-hmm. And then here's, I'm going to have to say this is one of my favorite, um, from our listener, Nikki, who's also a friend. Um, she's a coworker of my husband's. She said she liked her wedding dress. Her evening dress in the photos looked like her breasts were bleeding. Oh, God. <laughs> so oh, that's horrifying. 
my gosh. So, I, yeah. <laughs> I hope that, again, I, I can see where that comment comes from. I'm hoping that it's just the angle, you yes. know, the where it, where it came. Yeah. yeah. And it's very yeah, shimmery. It does. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm not sure exactly what, like, kind of the worldwide consensus was, but... Um, I liked both of her wedding looks. <laughs> I did too. Even though I, I will continue to think of Nikki's comment for a while. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, but we also, re- after we received some of the reception photo, or at least the reception dress photo, we also got the final, um, some official photography released as well. Um, yeah, so yeah. this was really fun. It's the picture of the couple with all of the page boys and bridesmaids. So we got to see George and Charlotte looking cute again, making their faces, sometimes looking very happy and sometimes not. And then we got to see the photo of the York family and the Brooks Bank family. And it um, I thought the most striking thing was that and just how the people were positioned is that Fergie is standing right next to Phil. And I yeah. would just like to oh, congratulate them on not probably not hitting each other or yelling. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like they did either of those things. So good job, guys. You held it together for one day. Yes. I would hope. I feel like it just at this point, it's like, this is someone's wedding day and let it go. Yeah. But, you know, I did just watch the episode of Parks and Rec um, where it's the Leslie and Ben's engagement party and his divorced oh, yeah. parents can't <laughs> hold it together. And like, I get it. There are people's, people who are otherwise fine sometimes lose their minds when they're around someone mm-hmm. they hate. For whatever reason, and it's like, oh my god, can you just shut up and sit in other corners? Don't even look at each other. Right. (laughs) And I definitely think it was very intentional that they had them seated next to each other. Or at least um, Prince Philip was seated and um, Fergie was standing up. I think it was very intentional. Because they could have easily just put Andrew next to his parents and that yeah. would also make sense. But I think there they, then people had been like, oh, my God, they, they had to be kept apart. Yeah, especially since it was like <laughs> alternating man, woman, man, woman. Like it, it would have looked weird if they hadn't right. done it. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't have made as much sense, especially looking at the uh, Brooks Bank uh, side of the photo where everyone right. looks fine. And like, yeah, <laughs> there's no threat of um, like a physical or a, a verbal altercation breaking out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I liked the photos. They mm-hmm. look pretty and yeah. everyone looks nice. pretty happy. Cute kids, etc. Yeah, so all around a great royal wedding. Mhm. Yeah, this one definitely I think obviously there was some, you know, criticisms that Eugenie should not Eugenie should not have a a televised and a more public wedding and I I don't know. Like we said, we're, we're, we want to see the spectacle. We love it. And we don't pay don't, for it. And honestly, looking back at it, I don't think it really would have been very much different if it wasn't televised. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the people she still would have been inviting everyone who's there. It was just nice that people who actually want it, like you don't sign up to go to a wedding, like to win the lottery because you're not interested in going. Right. So. I feel like it was very, no one was forced to watch this or see this. Yeah. Um, and and I'll say there are some rumors out there of some behavior by Andrew and Fergie right. and like them allegedly saying that like, or I don't know if this is even a legend. They might have said this, like someone said something like, oh, um, 
the reason we had more famous people at the wedding is because um, uh, Eugenie is just more popular than Harry and Meghan, which like, whoa, that would just be a weird thing to say. I think that was something someone said, Andrew said, who knows mm-hmm. though? Right. I'm just not gonna focus on those things. Right. And like, you know, people are always like, oh yeah, Fergie was like demanding that they top Harry and Meghan. I think that's just a lot of rumors and mm-hmm. who, ugh, whatever. I mean, who cares? You can't really control your parents and no. it is what it is. And all in I, all, it was a gorgeous, beautiful day. Uh, I think, yeah, all around, Eugenie had amazing wedding day looks and she was a beautiful bride. Amen. And she got to have the ceremony. I hope that she wanted. Yes. Great Gatsby and all. Exactly. (laughs) You do you, girl. Yeah. Well, we've already heard from some of you listeners um, by engaging in our in our polls and and other features on Instagram. We always love hearing from you. You can get in touch with us. uh, Keep the conversation going at americrowndreams at gmail.com. And also on Facebook and Instagram at Americrown Dreams. We're on Twitter at Americrown Dream. And you can talk to us via your ratings and subscription to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. We and very we, much appreciate it. And we love hearing from you guys. Yes. So okay. next episode, we'll be getting into um, the Australia tour. Um, we obviously won't cover the whole thing in one go. That would oh, be a three- to five hour show and this is not a Pride and Prejudice miniseries. No. Airing on A and E slash the BBC. That's not what this is. We're trying our hardest to keep it shorter. And I think we're doing a good job. This is a little longer, so. but there's a baby. There's so. a baby. Sorry guys. We had planned on just doing a, a, a Eugenie uh wedding recap and then all of a sudden Sussexes came in and blew up our spot. What can we yeah. do? But that's okay because we usually work we try to record on Mondays and we very much appreciate yeah, we appreciate their sticking to their Monday news schedule. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, but in the meantime, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.